Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Look and Listen podcast. Once again, we're back with another one-on-one episode. And as you already know, each one of these is designed to bring you a brand new conversation, brand new interview, brand new perspective. This is a brand new introduction. Oh, some brand new production. So sit back and relax. Let this intro play itself out and we'll get into this episode and this brand new topic. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash looklistenpod. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yo, 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 what up, party people? Welcome back, Look and Listen Podcast. Teaming up, of course, with the TV movie mistress, and this week, we got very, very special guests in the house. Last week, I told you I just had my man Rob from the Black Guy Who Tips. But he asked me, and he didn't have to ask me, but he did ask if Karen could come on. And of course, the queen of the castle is very much welcome. So now we got, instead of, you know what I'm saying, three the hard way, we got the Fantastic Four. So you got me, Mo, Rod, and Karen from the Black Guy Who Tips. Rod and Karen, what's going on with y'all? Hey, how y'all doing? Thanks doing for having great. us, man. Nothing's man. going on over here. We just ready to uh, bring ass to get ass. <laughs> <laughs> Word up, man. Yo, I mean, you know, if, if if before we get really even get into all the Black Lightning stuff, I just want to say, yo, if y'all are listening to this, and most likely if y'all listen to the TV movie Mistress, then y'all gotta be fucking with the Black Guy Who Tips. And if you're not, you need to get on it. Um, I'm going to get one of y'all or both of y'all to say something about the show. And, of course, we'll get y'all to shout it out again at the end. So one of y'all, you know, whichever one of you wants to go ahead, tell the folks about what the Black Guy Tips is and why they should be up on it. 
Hey everybody, the Black Guy Who Tips is a comedy podcast and we do five days a week. And the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny. So if you want to laugh at any and everything, this is the place to be. Word. Yeah, definitely. And I'll say as a fan, you know, I've been rocking with these two crazy niggas um, for a while now. You know what I'm saying? It's It's been... I don't know, like seven, eight years or something like that. I know 178, 178 was my first episode, and I've been first episode. Listen, don't don't question me, okay? I just know stuff. I just remember it. <laughs> I don't know how I remember, but I I do know that that was the first one that I listened to, and they at like four thousand or some shit now. You know what I mean? So, and I've <laughs> I've been I've been rocking with them ever since, and as I've been saying for a long time. The Black Guy Who Tips is is my favorite podcast. My co-favorite. I got two favorites, 1A and 1B. Black Guy Who Tips and Firestarter. And then everybody else is number two. So I've had them on the show before, but it's always, you know what I'm saying, it's an honor and a pleasure to have, you know, podcast royalty rocking with us. So, um, and before we get to the episode, Moji, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. Like, when you told me that we're going to have Karen... Air rod on, yeah. Like, okay, my Saturday just got hyped, so Word. I'm super excited that. But I, can you guys see me? Because I need you to be able to see my excitement. Because I can't see anybody but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see y'all. <laughs> okay, well, I'm super happy y'all are here. Um, I love y'all. Yeah, I know y'all. I love y'all. Okay, but I have this on you though, Leonard. I have met Rod and Karen, and you have not. So. You are wrong, madam. I've met them before. Thank you. Thank you. Metal. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple times, I think. Exactly. I've hung out with him like two or three times. Right. Oh, I hate you. Whatever. See, that's what you get trying to stun on me. That's what you get trying to stun on me on my show. You don't even know how we do. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. And guess what? And guess what else I got to tell your ass, Moji? How about this? What? Last night, I saw a superhero. He was black. He said, this is for the black guy who tips. Black Lightning is back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You see, you're not hating on it. Chips, that man was black. (laughs) (laughs) He said, what's happening here? Black Lightning is back. Word up, man. All right, man. So now that we've got all that taken care of, let's go ahead and get into this thing. We would sort of do it the way that we've been doing it, Mo, but I decided that I wanted to try out a little modified version of it, and I'll run that by everybody. Normally what we do when it's just the two of us, if it's like three people, we'll go scene by scene, and I'll just ask each person what they thought. But since we got four folks, I figured that might be a little too much to ask four people what they thought about these group of scenes. So what I was thinking was I'll run through a few of the scenes and then shoot it out to one person and let that person sort of give everything that they had to say. And then if anybody else wants to add on, to it, you know what I'm saying, or, or add any comments, then you know the floor will be open up for that. You know what I'm saying? What y'all think about that? Yeah, however you want to do it, we'll we'll hop in. Uh, we just gonna interrupt whenever we feel like it. So Word, that's you, what's up. Word. All right, man. So we'll go ahead and get it started, man. So we start off this episode. This is episode twelve. Um, and it's got a, another long ass title. I didn't write it down, but 
episode 12 long ass title uh big resurrection sir the light well it definitely had a resurrection in there so i think it's the light and the resurrection we'll go with that uh (laughs) (laughs) sounds about right uh so this episode starts off with tobias looking in the mirror uh at his scars um pink nipples exposed the whole nine um (laughs) and (laughs) he uh He's doing all of this stuff, and he and his his uh, people's, um, you know that 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 white woman. I keep forgetting her name. Her and another person, huh? Cyanide. Cyanide. There you go. Yep. He and Cyanide and this other guy end up walking. They're going to like Martin's uh, Martin Proctor's secret lair that he does his evil stuff at. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we find out that the ASS passed up Tobias and brought him back to health. And Martin ends up, you know, giving him some information about the Freeland experiment, telling him, you know, exactly what's going on there and the whole nine with that. Um, And he mentions how, you know, as they were doing the experiment, that it accidentally created the metahumans. Um, But they've also had a problem with some of them dying before the ASA could actually use them the way that they wanted to. Um, You know, so that's among the things that he ends up mentioning to him or whatever. And Tobias ends up... um, you know, sort of putting two and the two together and saying, okay, so this must be how you are, you all created green light as well. So he's like, yeah, that's that's basically what happened. Um, and he says, you know, I I need you to bring in uh, black lightning. I need you to bring him in alive. So you know, what I'm saying that we can you know do what we need to do with him. Um, and he also says that I finished the uh, the project, the special project that you've been working on. And enter bitch ass Khalil. He's walking. Uh, it starts off showing his feet. Then the camera tilts up, and you see that it's him. And I don't know about y'all, but I wasn't even tripping off the fact that he was walking again. I was like, where the fuck did this nigga get all this hair from? His hair is now long and it's locked. And I'm like, so the, the locks was the more, you know, surprising element of, of seeing this cat come back. Um, before we even move on to any more scenes or whatever, I want to see what you all think about that. We'll go with our Karen first on this one. Uh, this one, um, all I could think about was that white man was racist. For sure. Um, and also, I think when it comes to Khalil, I was like, oh, he's going to be a problem because he already showed his ass before. Right. He showed uh, Jenny's ass before when he couldn't walk. So I was like, oh, he's going to be a problem and with him walking I was like that came with a cost and you know didn't know what the cost was at that time but I was like yeah that came with the cost and something attached to it it's not gonna be that simple and uh with uh Tobias I w- I was like it's gonna be interesting um when he sees La La yep right uh first of all you know I was impressed by the group the growth that uh, Khalil had <laughs> in his uh, natural hair journey um, <laughs> this time away from uh, the spotlight. Um, he kind of looked, his, his hair kind of had the vibe of, from the comic book of uh, like Killmonger, so I was calling him Manslaughter Monger. Um, <laughs> and um, the other thing is, I don't know if they know that Tobias is black because um, the yeah. ASA dude is racist and maybe he just thinks that. Uh, Tobias is white and not albino because um, of how he was letting them in on the secret. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Moji, what you got? Well, I was... <laughs> I laughed so hard. Like, I don't even know. When they showed Khalil, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> it, 
the movie for a loop. And like you said, Leonard, like, I totally didn't give a fuck about the fact that he was walking. Yeah. I was like, how did your hair get locked in two weeks? Right. What is happening? Um, so that, that was just shocker number one of the night. I don't know. I just loved how they presented it. And he came in there, like, all strutting, like, yeah. I'm feeling now. And I was like, shut up. You're, like, 16. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't see Tobias's pink nipples. Everyone keeps mentioning his pink nipples. I didn't see that at all. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm lucky then. Oh, yeah. You definitely lucked out in that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't it, notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, Martin, I thought... It- and, and Wait, hold on. Martin and um, Tobias meeting though, mm. that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, like, the whole like we already know ASA ain't shit because you know they basically try to like drug black people into like facility, but then for him to say it and then just be so chill about it, I was like, fuck you, Proctor, fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's proven that he ain't shit many, many times over or whatever, and you know we we get more of that in this episode for me i thought it was pretty interesting to see khalil you know more so with the hair like i said um you know because i expected him to be walking again they pretty much said that um whenever he first met tobias they they told him that he'll walk and he'll know um something like he'll know power or some shit like that you know what i mean so they kind of foreshadowed that like a few you know a few episodes um early like when he first got hurt and everything like that so him walking again wasn't really a surprise i figured that something like that was coming you know mo and i had a pretty long talk about like you know sort of that being his origin story but the hair thing was really the, the funniest part of it to me i'm like where did the where the fuck did he get all this hair like Ross said is i didn't know that he was starting his natural hair journey or whatever but you know we missed the the whole scenario you know what i'm saying with the, the the growth and everything like that but his his stuff looks good though so you know shout out to him shout out to all the natural brothers and sisters out there you know what i'm saying um yeah, ASA, asa must got some black women to help do braids i was about to yeah. say that i say a a asn asn asa uh, they actually got a a really good natural hair program that they just you know they ain't letting nobody know. That's probably how they keeping them people alive alive in them little uh in that liquid. That, that's how yeah. they, they send out the curl kit, and that actually keeps us docile as black people can. Yeah, oh, yeah. the curl yeah. butter, the curl kit that you get every week, every month. So that's that's what's keeping you docile right now. Yeah. <laughs> also, they sent the two people that want Black Lightning dead the most to capture Black Lightning. They didn't even want him to kill him. They just wanted to catch him alive. Yeah. Yeah. Which Tobias was blown by that shit. He was like, Martin was like, yeah, just bring him in alive, you know, and all. He was like, shit. He was like, damn, I gotta look. I, I really want to kill this nigga. You sure I can't kill him? Like, yeah, bring him in alive. He's like, shit, I right, man. You know what I mean? So I thought that was funny, man, that um that he was so blown by that because he felt like, yo, I got my chance to get this dude again. Nah, Martin was like, nah, just bring him in and, and we'll go from there. You know what I'm saying? All right, so. Wait, wait, wait let it. I have a yeah. question for Kevin. So, as someone, like, today, right, I'm about to spend four hours on my damn hair. Like, I'm about to, like, condition, twist, whatever, whatever. If the ASA came to you and was like, look, we got these pills that will help you on your natural hair journey, would you take it? I'm not saying they know, because I know it's going to have mind control, and it is gonna, it's going to be something in that in that uh, Jamaican uh, black oil that's going to fuck me up. So I'm good. 
Now, hold up. Wait a second. Moji, in this situation, are they also telling you that you have to sell out black people in order to get these pills? Mm, no. No, because if they were, I would say no. So just a random white person tells you, hey, I got something for your black hair. Well, that's why you say it like that. It just sounds creepy, Leonard. I mean, <laughs> this is the situation that you presented with us or presented to Karen. You know what I mean? Well, I'm taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you would have sold. Mojo, are you telling us something about yourself here? Would you have sold out the, the, the race? Uh, no, I, no, not to uh, cut out five hours of hair doing. No, I would not have sold out the race for that. VP emoji in the house, man. I see how you do. That's that's why you hated that woman so much. You know what I'm saying? Because she reminds you of, of yourself. You know what nope. I'm saying? The bad wigs. <laughs> Minus the bad wigs. Alright, man. So, alright, we'll move on to the next few scenes. I'll do a few of them and then we'll, we'll open the floor up again. Alright, so Lynn invites Jeff over um, or tells them to come home, I guess, because they are staying with each other and everything. Um, and, you know, she's like, oh, there's, you know, there's something going on at the house or whatever. He, he comes in there or whatever. She's got on, um, I'm going to use an old school word. She's got a negligee on, you know what I'm saying? And um, she seduces him, you know what I mean? They have they have them some, some good old sex. And in the process of that, you see, like, his energy flowing through her and everything. So I'm sure there's a lot of freaky shit that they do in a situation like that, you know? You know what I'm saying? Um, they talk, you know, and, and in their conversation, they end up saying that um, they want to keep this whole thing of, of them really trying to get back together um, a secret. I guess taking it to that level, I guess the girls have already known that they've been working on it or whatever. But I guess they were saying, you know, we're back together now. So we want to keep this a secret. Um, and, you know, also in the conversation, Lynn also tells them that, like, you know, I'm kind of coming around on all of this kind of, you know, this black light and stuff now with the girls having powers and um, everything like that. I feel more closer to you now than I ever have before. Uh, and they also tell each other that they love each other. Um, do a couple more and then we'll open it up. So um, a guy come, a guy named Dwayne comes to visit Tobias. Tobias, you know, thanks him for saving his life, you know, in the shootout, in the situation, the fight that they had with Black Lightning and um, episodes before this. Excuse me. He says, you know, I appreciate you for, for saving me, but you know what I'm saying? You left my sister there to die. And he picks this nigga up, you know what I'm saying? Picks a grown man up by his neck, chokes him, and then, like, drops him on the floor. And then um, Cyanide ends up shooting the man in the chest and kills him. Uh, next up, we have Jeff is driving down the street, and he sees Khalil walking down the street. Um, and he gets out and talks to him and everything like that. And he tries to do his whole Jeff save the children thing. Um, but, of course, Khalil's not receptive to that. Uh, he says that, um, you know, he's also trying to do like his little black lightning investigation thing because he asked him what the procedure was done, what the procedure was that was done to, to fix him and also who did it. Um, and Khalil's a dick to him and he doesn't really answer that question or whatever. And he also sort of changes the narrative because he's like, you know, I'm not fucking with you. I'm not fucking with the school. People fronted on me when I went back to school, which he didn't go back to school after getting shot. And then he also said, you know, you wouldn't even let your daughter come, you know, come see me and stuff like that, which we also know was untrue. You know what I'm saying? Because they went to go see him um, in the hospital and at his house. So whatever they've been feeding Khalil, he's really been buying it or whatever. But we know that that's not the truth. 
Um, and I'll do one more and then we'll open it up. Um, so Jeff then talks to Gamby. Um, he's back at the Honeycomb hideout. Uh, he's telling uh, he's telling him about him seeing Khalil and everything and that he's walking around in the whole nine. Uh, Nissa is also there and they all sort of talk about the missing pods because they're still out there trying to find the pie people. Um, and Gamby says that, you know, I'm going to go back and talk to Hidalgo. And that's the guy that he ended up running up on a couple episodes ago and, and hitting him with that, that poison syringe. So he's like, I'll, I'll go talk to him and, you know, see what I can find out about that. Um, so we're going to open it up. I'm going to have Mo tell us what she thinks. And then we'll um, we'll get everybody else's thoughts if they want to uh, chime in as well. Once again, we're talking about Lynn seducing Jeff. Uh, we've got Dwayne going to see Tobias and then getting himself killed in the process. Jeff seeing Khalil walking down the street and then, uh, you know, the stuff with Gamby and, and uh, Jeff and Anissa talking and Gamby saying he's going to go out and talk to this guy. So Moji, holler at us with that and then we'll open it up to everybody else. Um, well, I don't know how y'all feel about Lynn, but like, I really was like, fuck you, Lynn. Amen like, to that. Because, okay, you're seducing. These, well, these two are just complicated and they're messy. They're those friends you don't want to know shit about their relationship because the fact that she was so cool with him using his powers sexually, which is fine, you know, not hating at all, but like, you can't have gone like eight, nine episodes talking about this is an addiction. You can't do this. And then just be like fine with him using it in bed. I was like, you hypocrite. So I don't know. That really made me mad. And I was like, what secret are y'all keeping? Parent, kids know when their parents have sex. Like, you can smell the fucking sex. <laughs> smell like Medici in here. Exactly. This is a goddamn secret y'all are really going to be keeping. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, that just, I, was, I was not here for, like, for the majority of this episode. And I just... <sighs> but then I also was like, I wonder how that feels. But I was like, no. <laughs> also, you said homeboy who got shot by cyanide. His name was... Dwayne? I could have sworn his name was Gary. No, nah, they said Dwayne. Oh, wow. Well, you look like a Gary. Um, <laughs> the whole Jeff and Khalil thing walking down the street. I mean, you're right. Jeff is mad principal, and Khalil is a fucking idiot. He's all like, I don't know. He mentioned like the snakes at one point. And I was like, who the fuck are the snakes? Yeah. Is there a gang in the school that we didn't hear about? Like, I, I don't know. It was like, I was just like, shut up. I don't know. This this scene really pissed me off. This was <laughs> he started trying to make himself the victim. Right. And Jeff was doing that whole I can save you thing. And I was like, do you really need to save him? Do you? Like, you need to be a little bit more like Gamby and not give a fuck. Um, and I guess my final point on that is Gamby. The scene where all of them are having, like, their meeting and their layer and shit and Gamby basically like he's gonna go try and find out information and he was like it's fine if they get me I was like no it's not fine if they get you who's gonna handle all this technology shit like what are you talking about and they were like fine with it does that make sense to y'all nah it didn't make any sense to me um Karen what you got on these for me, um, when it comes to Lynn, I actually like her. Um, I like her a lot. I think uh, this TV show does like they do with a lot of TV shows when they come to women. They purposely and strategically, quote unquote, write them not to be liked. 
you know, and they act, you know, they write them as though this, you know, this woman, the woman is acting irrational and illogical, but I can completely understand, you know, her perspective as far as I love my husband. I don't want to sit here and watch you die. So you're going to do this with or without me, you know, like before you're going to do this with or without me, I rather opt out. And I think that they have slowly been showing her change and I, I like, like I said, I, I'm, I'm fine with that slow change because I do think with her children being involved, it did change her perspective. I do think her actually watching and being more directly involved made her uh, perspective on it change because before she was kind of on the outside looking in. Yeah, she knew, yeah. but she didn't really know what he did. Like she wasn't in the trenches and really in depth with Gamby and all that type of thing. So I, I, I think that um, a lot of the hatred towards her is just the writing and how they write women. They write a lot of women who, if they wrote men saying these things, some, I, I, I think a lot of people wouldn't have that same harshness or that same, like, ah, like they would when it's a woman playing that particular role. Because they normally don't write men in quote-unquote nagging positions. True, true. And, like, you're completely right. It is the writing. But, like, I have to go with the writing because then the writing is making me not like her. But I, I completely yeah. agree. It's the writing, but I still don't like her because it's the writing. And if they wrote a dude like this, I'd be like, he's a complete bitch ass, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? The thing is, uh, and, and, and not that the writing is bad, it's just for the fact that writing is supposed to make you feel emotions. And for the fact that you feel an emotion is a good thing. I think a lot of times when people feel like, ah, they feel like that's a bad thing. That's not always a bad thing, you know, because they want you to feel that way. So that later on, once they fully flesh out the characters and have their writing, you know, you'll feel a certain way. Some people change, some people don't. Um, and also, I think when it comes to um, Khalil and I call, I call him Mr. Clark meeting each other, he wants to save everybody. Like, I just think that's him. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like fair east side high to everybody he meets in the street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I really, uh, um, and it's funny though, because I, I do agree with y'all when I feel like Khalil has completely bought in hook, line, and sinker and made up his own reality of what happened, you know, because the truth is, like y'all said, she did care about him. She did. She kept going by there until he acted an ass. Yep. He the one told her to leave. Yep. You know, because actually she wanted to leave because the thing is with, 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 with that, she told him, hey, I stopped running track. I Basically, I dropped out of all extracurricular activities for you. And he act like it didn't phase him. For her, that was a big thing. Yeah. And that was my first clue that he wouldn't shit. Like, that's just me. <laughs> right. You know? um, and that's because, you know, me being a female, because, you know, you do things, particularly when you're younger, and some older women, you know, being straight for, for that male's approval. And you do these things and your, quote unquote, sacrifice wasn't even acknowledged. So because your sacrifice wasn't acknowledged, that was a problem from the beginning, you know, um, in my opinion. So, yeah, I do agree with you when it comes to Khalil, you know, he like like you talking about your hate for Glenn. That's my hate for him. I, you know, oh, I don't, yeah. whatever, you know, he can live or die. I, you know, I know that might sound cool. I just been that, but I'm like, oh, you back to the ass when you couldn't walk. Yeah, a complete yeah. act. Like he completely forgot he was posting shit about her on the internet. Right. Yeah. 
she was coming to see him after school every day. Like, not going home. Right, yeah. like she was fucking married to him. Yes. I was like, you know, and, 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 and her parents tried to get her to understand, you're not married, this is not your husband. Like, you, I understand you care, but you can't dedicate this much into him when your education and all these other things are actually more important than him. Right. Yep. Yep. Rod, what you got, man? Oh, I have a lot to say. Okay. Lay it on us. So first, I guess the first thing he said was, um, you know, uh, Tobias killing that dude who didn't save his sister or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't care that much about that dude or um, Tobias's sister that much. Yeah. Like, we didn't get enough of her. Um, you know, maybe she'll come back as a Lady Eve ghost or some shit. I don't know. Maybe Lala will start mm-hmm. talking to her. But I needed more of her to really get uh, attachment to him. Mm-hmm. And because they both were so evil, I didn't even really get that sense of, like, love between them because they just some right. evil ass people. <laughs> right, yeah. So, <laughs> um, but, you know, I guess he really cared because he killed that dude. Um, uh, as far as the Lynn stuff, man, I love Lynn. I'm a big fan. Uh, one, she fine as fuck, so uh, immediately they had me there. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I feel like um, they're in a very difficult relationship because, you know, none of us have ever been in an interpowers relationship like them. <laughs> right. <laughs> True. True. But, you know, I think if they both had powers, they wouldn't have as much of a struggle. Right. But the fact that only one of them got powers and we as a TV audience want to see the nigga use his powers. So, you know, like we don't really care about their family the way that. Lynn would probably care about their family unit and him being there for the girls and uh, the toll it took on his body. I still remember after episode the one when he used his powers, he woke up the next day like Dwayne Wade at the overtime game. And, <laughs> like, he could barely stand this shit. And I was like, okay, so Lynn's been there to clean him up when he's been fucked up. She has a completely different view than we have of his. We're like, he can fly, you know, and to her, she's like, yeah, at what cost, you know? And I think if you calculate the the toll through the last, like, through these 12 episodes so far, how many times has Lynn been the doctor for him? You know? It's always after some shit went wrong, right? It's, oh, I couldn't see my power star fucking up, and Gamby calls in Lynn, hey, I need you to come take a look at him. Um, this latest thing, he got punched in the chest and died. He died. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, it's easy for us to be like, oh, whatever, but that's the, the father of her children. You know what I'm saying? So... I understood um, her trying to, she's been trying, I put it that way. She's been really trying to be positive and be there for him because he is a good dude. He's active in his children's lives. He's a good, you know, principal, um, apparently a good lover, you know? So, like, (laughs) there's a bunch of, and they never gave me the vibe of a divorced couple that was bitter with each other. They felt like they were very mature about it. like look it didn't work out but um that's okay we still need to the priority is the children and we you know? actually still love each other right and then the only reason that she was even cool with him coming back a little bit was because their daughters got kidnapped by a gang that sells girls into like prostitution like it's not like she was like when that shit was just happening to other people's children she was like uh yeah so don't do that 
you know. So I think Lynn um, is kind of a it just in a tough situation. So uh, I really enjoyed this scene where they was about to smang. Um, I was like, Scooter, you just hit the jackpot because <laughs> she she was coming around and like I said, she was trying. This this to me was a sim- symbolism of trying. And I, you know, and then when they said keep it a secret from the kids, I actually thought that was smart because uh, unlike y'all, um, my parents have never had sex other than to have me and my brother. So I don't know <laughs> what kind of stuff y'all are getting into. But, uh, um, I definitely can't tell when parents are having sex or not and don't want to be able to tell. So um, I was like, yeah, keep it a secret because this is fragile. It is kind of new. And it did feel like they have a lot of issues of things that they don't talk about or when they want to talk about them, Jeff kind of like shuts her down every time she approaches one of the like hot button topics like, okay, Jeff, you almost died last night. Let's talk about it. He's like, you know, you can't tell me I got to do this. And I'm like, all right, nigga, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, if she stopped coming when you fucking have heart attacks, then what you going to do? But um, so, yeah, I I was kind of like, happy because I thought maybe this meant they were getting along. Maybe this meant, you know, they could kind of understanding about, like, this balance between fighting crime and life, you know. And as far as him going uh, principal on Khalil, I'm just a very big fan of Jeff as a principal. I honestly not joking, would watch a show about him just being a principal. Like, if he didn't have no powers and he was just a show about him trying to save black kids every week yeah. from drugs in the streets, I would watch, like, if they made this shit Lean On Me, the series, i just watch that <laughs> he's, he's really good as an actor at playing that role of, like, let me talk to you, young blood, you know? And Khalil's bitterness, um, it is super forced, though. Like, yeah. I think it's also because we didn't get a lot of him. We had that long-ass break where we saw him in the car, and then we just seen this nigga with the new hair. You know what I mean? So it does feel like a sudden, like, he lost he lost the ability of his legs and just completely turned eat right away. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. And I think we were supposed – I think we were supposed to feel like Tobias has actually been in his ear longer than we saw him on camera because, like, Tobias came out of the hospital one time – then we saw him in the car, and by the time we saw him, he was like, fuck Black Lightning. Black Lightning did this to me. I'm like, yeah. what? Like, do y'all niggas talk every day? Y'all got a podcast? Like, how the fuck is he? <laughs> the Black Lightning Ain't Shit Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a dope podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just hating on everything he doing. Yeah. Shit, nigga saves a kid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and nigga, I saw him, his fucking haircut wasn't fresh today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's out there. <laughs> yeah, man. Was there anything else you wanted to say, right? That that was it on all those all things, right. I believe. Yeah, for me, I just just real quick, like, um, to Karen's point, like I think one of my biggest issues with Lynn is is the inconsistency of how they write her character. Like she was you know, very much against um, him being Black Lightning and everything. But like you said, when when the girls were in trouble, then I mean, understandably so. Hey, go you know, use your powers, do whatever you got to do to go get them back and everything. But I think the the thing for me, like early on, is like when it was like a weekly event that she would complain about his powers and how much she hated it and stuff. I was like, this is really getting on my nerves because all she's doing is saying it. Like if they would show us an example, if she were to give him a specific example along the way, instead of just saying 
you know, every week, hey, I hate your powers, I hate your powers, then it might have been a little bit of a different vibe or whatever. Also, I think, you know, as far as them trying to get back together, I'm not really so big on that anymore. I don't think we need, they need to really be focused on that right now. If it happens in the future, fine, but, um, you know, I'm not really so pressed to see them be together. They have great chemistry, and there are times where you forget that they are a divorced couple, um, but it just seems like whether it's her being resistant to it or, you know, or, you know, some him, you know, like he kind of spaz out her, you know, in a couple scenes from now, which we'll get to in a minute. Like there's always something that sort of trips them up along the way. Um, and then also, I just think that it was it was strange to me that she was so against his powers. But when Anissa started showing that she's got powers, she was more receptive to that. And I would have thought that she would have been more opposed to that because that's her child. Like the way you love your child is different than the way you love your mate, which is also different than how you love your parents and all that. So I thought she was going to be even more of like a almost like a Debbie Downer with Anissa but she was like no this is just how she is we gotta you know help her along the way and everything like that I'm like well how come you couldn't see that with him you know what I'm saying so that's just sort of a Leonard you gotta remember she like Anissa ain't gonna listen to shit she's saying Jack yeah 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 I mean so there's there's a lot Anissa told her as much like you can either accept this or I'm gonna go behind your back so it didn't even feel like she was more accepting she just ain't have a choice it was like I get, this, I, I get arrested every weekend. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. I'm at the Black Lives Matter rally taking down statues. So, hey, you yeah. either going to fuck with it or not. I guess I guess my my thinking on that was just that she probably got that from Jeff. You know what I'm saying? This is this is probably personality traits that, that Lynn has already seen in Jeff over the years. Even before he had powers, he might have been a similar type of person, you know what I'm saying? So it seemed like she was resistant to at least the Black Lightning stuff, even though she knows that that's a manifestation of the, you know, almost like it's coming from the same source, you know what I mean? You know what else? I don't know that she was always against it. It sounded like he was a hero for a long time, and it took a toll on their marriage. Like, it didn't sound like he started being Black Lightning and she just gave up on everything. Right. And maybe they'll give us flashbacks one day because that would be dope actually to see how their marriage dissolved. Yeah. Because I feel like there's not a, 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 not just here, but like in general, there's not a lot of empathy for, um, for Lynn's plight as kind of the powerless one that whose life is up in a shambles because, you know, homeboy decided in addition to being the best principal in the world, I'm also (laughs) going to save a city from, Black on black crime and the ASA and all this shit keeps going. They're not living in their home right now. You right. know what I mean? Like, like Uncle Gamby is presumed dead and had to go into hiding. Like, shit is getting super real for Lynn, and she just supposed to like keep going to the hospital every day. Like, it's fine. She's supposed to keep acting like this is normal. Like, if I call Karen one day from work and said, "Babe, we gotta fucking go to a cabin in the woods," she'd be like, "Man, what the fuck have you been doing?" Yeah. You know. We watch so many hero shows that we're just used to down ass like you know Felicity would just be like okay right. Oliver but she yeah. ain't Felicity she she's a, a doctor and 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 also I think that love loves itself and so she loves him and she feels like you should love me and only me like most people do in most marriages right but she was like oh nigga you love me and the city we you can't love both like, yeah. like <laughs> right I don't see it like that, but right. that was the decision that she made. She was like, you can't love me and love this city. Right. Like, yeah. Well, that, that's what Gibby said. He was addicted to you, and yeah. he quit. 
So I mean, yeah. Like I like now I feel like I sound like a hater of Lynn. Like I understand. I blame the writing. I understand why she hates all of us. Yeah. Because if I was the like the only person in the family that didn't have powers, I'd be like fuck all of y'all. Yeah. No, no. To me, that's good writing. Right. Because right. we understand. To me, that's good writing that we get that she has a perspective to. What it, hating out of nowhere feels like. Like no offense, but the Khalil writing feels bad. Yeah, because yeah. it's just you went from cool to like, nah, fuck everybody, and I'm blaming people that had nothing to do with it. Mm, I, I feel like we needed more from there. Like, show me him getting brainwashed or some shit. Right. But with Lynn, I'm like, yeah, I see how you can get there over the years to like, dog, I'm scared of you being a hero. This shit is bad. You can't love the city more than you love your family. I'm raising two daughters basically by myself if something happens to you. You know, Tobias whooped your ass to the point where we resumed you were dead. Yeah. Like, I might not be cool with you putting the suit back on. And, you know, that explains why you would get divorced. You know, where he's like, you don't understand me then. And and I get that, too. Like, I don't feel like anybody's necessarily wrong. It's just that we're watching the superhero show. So she yeah. the only nigga on the show that's like, don't put on the suit. Right. And that in. By nature, that role is always going to be one. It wouldn't matter if it's a man or a woman, but it's always going to be the one on the show that we're like, ah, this nigga. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah and I don't think, do the action scene. No, I, do the action scene. Right. And I think that that goes again to the point about the writing is because we're having this conversation. I'm sure a lot of people have had the same thing. And, yeah. you know, to the point of, of her being opposed to it, like, she presents a very I've said it many times like she presents a very interesting and intriguing element because most of the time the superhero doesn't have a family he doesn't have anybody that's close to him you know what I'm saying other than like maybe an Alfred or Gamby type character or whatever like one person but there's not like a family that you know would have to deal with the consequences of you being fucked up or killed or something like that so I think it's just the way that they presented her and the way that they've written her and had her playing that one note instead of sort of showing us things that prove why she would feel that way. They just had her say it every week. And I think for myself and, and possibly Mo and other people, it's kind of like, well, I'm tired of her saying this. And then that, but, you know, we can also understand the other side, the larger points that, you know, you all have made or whatever. But it's like, just like, they should have done it a different way. They, they sort of did a disservice think, to the character. I think they did show us as well. They haven't just, just said it. Like, she be saying this shit while she's like cleaning up his wounds. Yeah. Like, it's not like these scenes are happening. Like, she's stopping at his job and telling him not to be Black Lightning. <laughs> she, she's saying it after he almost died. These are not these are not out of nowhere. Like, the, like these, it makes sense narratively why the, they would have these fights. And also, he shuts her down normally and in a kind of a rude manner. Like, stop asking me this shit, you know. I, you know I'm going to keep doing it. And then she'll let it go for that week. But the next week, two weeks later, he's always calling her like, ah, my, so I... I I'm blind in one eye. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop shaking. Right. I'm having I'm having panic attacks, and then she got to come in there and sir, like do an evaluation. Yeah, it's I don't think it's fair to say like I don't think it's I don't like I said it's not the writing in that sense. It's more like that's the role. The role right. is the nigga that says don't put the suit on, yeah. and that's just not good for people. Like if it was Gam like Gamby is a much worse person in my opinion. Oh, for but, sure. But yeah. Gamby is always in a position like put on the suit. Right. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh yeah, okay, Gamby at least understand we want to see some fighting. Lynn, like, can't you just be a principal? Like, can't you <laughs> so, yeah. so I think that's the that's a huge um, difference. And like I said, it's great writing to me because of the fact, like, 
because I can't understand it as opposed to most shows yeah. where it actually stars in a very cliche way. They show us the hero being a hero and lying to the woman in his life. She don't know he's a hero. Did, you know what I'm saying? And like, look at Iris when the flash started. Right. Yeah. You got to spend like a fucking season or two with her just being in the dark like a dumbass. <laughs> She's yeah. an investigative journalist that looks stupid because she can't figure out this nigga is the flash. Like, yeah, I like this better. Yeah, for sure. All right, man. So, you know, we'll move on to the next few scenes and then we'll we'll get everybody's thoughts on it once again. So now we got Jen and Lynn in the lab and they're talking about um, the powers and all that. And once again, Jen is like complaining. She doesn't want this this life and everything. Um, and Lynn tells her, you know, OK, we just need to figure out how to control these powers. And she tells her that she's been making process, progress on this work that she's been doing to sort of try to isolate the gene that's giving her the powers or whatever and, and through that she'll be able to you know sort of control it and all that kind of thing uh the next scene is um jeff goes to visit khalil's mom um she doesn't even know that he's back in town today he's walking um she tells him about how a guy that she calls mr martin assuming that's martin proctor told her that khalil was chosen for a special pilot program to see if they could you know take someone with a serious spinal injury like that and give him a an implant to help him be able to walk again and she says that they also um said that they had to do it in california and that she wasn't able to come with him um so they're gonna separate two of them or whatever uh while this is going on she says that um you know she didn't want him to be alone out there but the doctors had already signed off on it so there's really nothing that she could do about it um, and she says that, you know, she hasn't even spoken to Khalil since they left. So whatever point that was, you know, from that point until, you know, her talking to Jeff, she still hasn't, you know, heard from this kid. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, doesn't even know that he's back in town. So before he leaves, Jeff asks her if, if she has Martin's number. She says, yeah, let me go get it. So um, the next thing is uh, Gamby runs up on the, on your man Hidalgo. Um, Hidalgo says, you know, the last time I saw you, I didn't lie to you. He was like, that's true, but you didn't tell me what I want to know. So I'm going to put the, the word out, you know, so everybody that's got beef with you, they know you around in the whole nine or whatever. That'll keep you in check. But, you know, the person that I really want is Martin. So give that up and we'll be good. Uh, the next thing we'll do like two more. Um, the next thing is, um, you know, Jeff tells, you know, Jennifer that he saw Khalil. Um, she's like, you know, I want to go see him and everything. And Jeff is like, nah, I don't think that's a good idea. He's acting different. Um, you know, so you should stay away from him. But of course, you know, she, she's not trying to hear that because she's a teenage girl. And she's going to do what she wants to do. Um, and she says, um, you know, dad, I get what you're trying to say, but you know, he wouldn't hurt me and everything. Um, and he tells her, you know, again, you got to stay away from him. This, this something not right about him in the whole nine. And, um, you know, as he starts to leave, she says, you know, I can't wait until mom figures out how to fix me. I'm sick of, of this powers drama. And, you know, he asked her, you know, to repeat what she said. And she said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this or whatever. You know, mom is working on trying to isolate this metagene so she can stop it and I can finally be me again. And he storms out um, of the room. He's upset about that. Uh, and then Jen gets a, a text from Khalil and she sneaks out to go see him and we'll do one more and then I'll get it uh, we'll open it up so then the next thing is Jeff confronting Lynn about isolating the gene he's pissed off um, and at one point in the conversation you know he's like you know why would you do this behind my back and yada yada you know he really blows up and he says you know um, I think it's good that we didn't tell the girls about us getting back together and he ends up walking out of the room 
So uh, we'll open it up. I'll get Rod first, and then we'll see if either of the ladies want to chime in with anything else. So once again, we're talking about Lynn and Jen in the lab, Jeff going to see Khalil's mom, Gamby seeing this guy, um, Hidalgo, and then uh, Jeff telling um, you know Jen about Khalil, and then also Jeff blowing up on Lynn. Uh, well, I always like I always like Lynn with the daughters. Um, yes. One on one, I think I think that's where her character shines because she, I think, with her daughter, she's less. Um, there's less of a history there with the powers and how the negative results and all that shit. So she seems to be more in the like line of like, well, what do y'all want to do? And um, you know, I think it's also was kind of um, it didn't feel like it was an agenda of hers to be like. I'm going to find out how to kill you with your powers and nothing like that seemed to happen and I'm only bringing that up for later but yeah. you know it seemed like a cool thing and I also like that Jen is a person on the show that's like I got powers but I want to just be a kid you know like that's another thing we just don't get to see on other shows like <laughs> you know it's like motherfuckers uh, get powers or something they immediately go out in the streets and start training and I also love that it's a big difference between her and Anissa and how they view their powers right so um um, uh, and then the writing on Jen is super consistent. She's always sarcastic and yep. funny, but uh, kind of down to earth. And um, you know that part about bake me a cake and shit made me laugh. Um, the stuff with Jeff going to see the mom, uh, that was cool. I I didn't. I, I like when she opened the door. She was looking like, oh, Mr. Jefferson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you need you need to come in here and uh, get something to drink, uh, you know. But. Uh, you know, it was kind of wild that she hadn't even heard from Khalil. Khalil had contacted her since he'd been back. Um, that just, I don't know, it just didn't make any sense. Because, like, why would he be mad at her? Why is it a secret that he's back? You know, all that shit was kind of wild. Um, and then um, the the scene with Jen talking to uh, Jeff was so fucked up, man. Because Jen knew, I think Jen did it on purpose. I don't think it was coincidence. I think Jen knew, like... I can start an argument between him and my mom by deflecting this and basically make, lying and mm-hmm. saying that her mom is going to promise to take her powers away. Um, all because she wanted to go see this little boy. And mm-hmm. um, the I guess because of how um, he treated her at the end, I was just like, fuck Khalil, why even go see him? Right. Like, he trash now, but... At the same time, putting myself in the role of a 14, 16 year old girl, yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I also do understand that at that age, you might be like, I don't understand why he would do me like this. I want to go talk to him, or maybe he's better now and he's walking. Oh, that's such good news. He was his her friend. You know, they did have a very special relationship before that. Um, but like a lot of dudes with dread, she had to find out. So you think that she actually planted that seed of mom is trying to fix me on purpose instead of it being just her sort of misunderstanding what, what Lynn was trying to do? I think so. Okay. Like, that, like, Jen's real smart and it felt like... Uh, some shit that you do like you know to get your dad off your ass you make it yeah. your mom's fault you know what I mean that's how it felt to me um, so cause like as soon as I think as soon as she said it, I said Jeff gonna be mad at Lynn now and you know Jen did that on purpose so yeah um, but yeah that that was I think that's all for those scenes alright Karen 
for me, I like the beginning with like Lynn and her daughter. Uh, but yeah, that girl is very smart. She heard what her mama said. Her mama never said that. <laughs> yeah. Shit. She heard what she wanted to hear. And I do, I do like the fact that, like Roger said, being true to the character, she, her whole thing was like, I don't want this power. Uh, and for me, I understand that perspective. Uh, her thing is, I don't live a normal life. I just want to be a normal person. Um, I think in most superhero things, we never see this. Nobody ever fights against the grain. Or you see the people where they, I don't want this power, and then they just go fuck shit up. You know, I don't want this power, and they're just mad and anxious. Like, I don't want the power, and I don't want to use the power. I don't want to learn how to use the power. You know, her thing is, I don't want to be out there, Dad. With you and Harriet, I'm good. <laughs> you know, like, that's her whole thing. And I think that they're allowing... And, and I think the thing I, lo- I love about... Um, Jennifer's that they're allowing her to actually be a teenager, which is something rare that you see black female girls get to be on television is actually a teenager. Just being yourself, fighting against the grain, feeling yourself, learning, growing, developing, making stupid decisions. White girls do this all the time. Like we got many a TV shows out here with young teenage white girls just doing dumb and stupid shit. So I really like that conversation um, with uh, Gamby and the guns. Uh, that was kind of funny because I think that Gamby, he's like a, he's like a ninja. Like he's like a one man wrecking crew. So he knew when he showed up, showed up, it was gonna be problems. Right. He was like, "You again? Oh, you know you stabbed me. I threatened me. Give me antidote." He was like, "I don't want them problems." Um, so the thing is, I really do like Gamby, and I think that um, even though it's still uh, fuck Gamby, but I do think Gamby is actually trying to quote unquote get it right, you know, as far as right with Jeff and the and the family, you know, and all that stuff. Um, also, I think with the mom and uh, Jeff, uh, when he went by her house, uh, I think that uh, the information that she's given him, he's going to investigate on that. Like, you know, do some form of investigation. The thing about him playing the double roles, he can pretend as a principal that he's just investigating because he quote unquote cares, but he actually is actually doing it for his counter ego part. Yeah. You know, so that's what I kind of like that dual role that he plays. Uh, with uh, Jennifer and the dad. Yeah, I think uh, she purposely did that and strategically did that. I do uh, because she's a teenager and that's the shit teenagers do. They push boundaries. They try to make mom and dad argue with each other. You know, that's why parents actually need to communicate and really good parents will will immediately go, what did the other parents say? That nips a lot of that bullshit in the bud. Um, And also when it came between Jeff and Lynn, uh, he was wrong. And something, uh, in my opinion, particularly being a woman in a marriage, uh, for me, uh, I would have left him high and dry for the fact that you're not going to be talking to me any fucking old kind of way. And you, we, we, I bring up shit. You don't want to talk about motherfucker. I'm here. Let's talk. Yeah. You know, cause you pushing me away. All that does is make the situation worse. It drags stuff along. I think a lot of things in his past, he hasn't addressed, he hasn't addressed his father's death. He hasn't addressed, you know, how he feels about it. He just not addressing shit. And I think eventually it's going to be a problem. And if I'm here supporting you, you know, I, I'm now actually on your side. I'm going, okay, 
you can love the children and me in the city. I'm actually turning around. And for you, they're talking to me like I'm crazy. And he didn't give her a chance to explain that's not what she was doing. He huffed and puffed and ran off. That's fucked up. And I guarantee you, if a woman, if it was reversed, if this was her doing that to him, everybody would call her a bitch. But because it's him and he's a superhero and he's the, the main person, you know, everybody just lets that slide. This just let, lets that slide. And I have a problem with the way he talks to her and treats her at times. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, he, he, he was definitely wrong in that situation, but I, I hadn't even thought about it in terms of it being something that Jen did on purpose until you guys said it. But that does make a lot of sense. Um, so he was he was wrong and misguided. You know what I'm saying? Like his anger was was directed at the wrong person um, in that situation. Moji, did you have anything you wanted to add to this? No, I think you guys already brought up a lot of good points, you know, about the whole Jen sort of twisting her mom's words to, you know, deflect the attention away from her. So good job for her. Um, (laughs) That's what they do. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, you know, I, I, I started to get a little bit worried here, though, with the whole Jeff telling her, look, Khalil, something's not right there. And she's like, oh, no, dad, da, 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 da. And I was like, wait, are you forgetting what happened to Jen? Um, right. But, yeah, no, I don't really have much else to add other than that. Oh, Jeff blowing up on Lynn. Uh, that wasn't the fight to pick. Yeah, right. yeah, you're right. You're definitely right about that. Um, Yeah, there's not much else for me to add either, so we'll just move on to the next few things. Oh. Did he blow up on her in this? Uh, he blew up on Lynn in this scene, or it was later. It no, was. Right it was in this group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was fucked up. I forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. That that was. Uh, and then like, so sometimes Jeff be wrong with like the way he come for Lynn. Right. But I just think because Lynn's in that role, everybody's kind of tolerating it because we do want to see that nigga put that suit back on. But, right. Right. And- like sometimes he be like super harsh with her, and I'm like, nigga, that's why y'all ain't together. <laughs> Right. You gotta, yeah. to, you gotta learn how to disagree without like raising your voice and yelling and shit. You know what I mean? Cause honey, it, it'd been him and the kids. Cause I'd be like, look here, nigga, you talk to me like this. One more guy. When <laughs> when your heart stops the next time, lose right. my motherfucking number. <laughs> the thing is, like, Lynn was super calm. Like, I didn't say that, and he still was also like, nah. And I think it does talk about the distrust that has been built because of how they broke up specifically right. over, you know, this thing where she was like, your powers are destroying our marriage and you're addicted to using them rather than, um, you know, you need to be addicted to staying your ass home. And yeah. I think, I think that, that all that distrust came back on like, right. I think he already went over there in his mind. Like, yep. She, um, she she don't want me to be a hero. She don't want my kids to be heroes. She don't want us to even have powers. She thinks something wrong with us. What you mean cure her? Nothing's wrong with her and all this shit. And I'm like, okay, but um, Jen is specifically like, I don't want powers. She uh, she can't control her powers because she don't want training even in her powers. How are you going to make that lens fall? Because Jen put everybody in an impossible position then, you know, because... And you did come down and sit Jen down two episodes ago and tell her that whatever she wanted to do was fine. Right. Yeah, he Now now it's not fine. If that's what Lynn, if that's what Jen want to do, like she, she, Lynn's not brainwashing her. Like they didn't put any scenes of Lynn being like, hey girl, you know, you don't need these powers. She just been like, (laughs) we support you, whatever you want to do. 
And so has um, how about I call that nigga Scooter? So is Jeff. <laughs> and, and so I think I think it was kind of foul for him to come at her on ten, and you know, but that's kind of also TV shit. So maybe yeah, they wanted to put an argument in there for us to have a makeup session or something. So yeah, there's gonna be another scene of cake smashing the smithereens part two. He gonna be, yeah. he, he gonna be electrifying that G spot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, so guys, we all watch like all the CW shows, right? Yeah. Yes, we all have been talking lately about how like Iris and Barry are so fucking PG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop it, right? Because they do it on other shows. Why the hell like aren't they making Barry and Iris a little bit more spicy? That's a good point, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You think it's the IR, like the interracial like thing about it or something? Or yeah, I don't know. That's what it is. But like even freaking Elicity get their little something something Black Lightning's got it going on Legends of Tomorrow's got it going on True. yeah because you know you bring up a good point now I think about it we rarely see scenes we may have seen like one or two scenes with Barry and Iris like in bed if that right. makes sense like in bed before or getting ready to go you know what I mean get ready to it'll be like they kiss uh, like on the mouth no tongue and yeah. he runs off to say the city or they yeah. sit on the couch and he put his arm around her, but we have not had like a sex scene type yeah, thing we, with them. Yeah, we seen Oliver and Felicity looking at each other and I ride Oliver bust that nut. So what yeah. are you talking about? You know when <laughs> Oliver and Sarah was getting it in? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, damn, that's a good ass point. I never even, now I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't even been watching The Flash anymore, but yeah, when when I was watching it, they, they yeah, you guys are right. They didn't, they didn't do anything that showed that they were a couple. Like they, they just seemed like best friends who've known each other forever but they didn't really feel like a couple whereas you know the difference being like with Jeff and um and Lynn there's been a lot of times during this season where I had to remind myself that they're actually not together like they're you know what I mean like they're divorced like because they act like a couple they're not I, it's funny because I just saw it earlier y- y'all remember the episode of Martin where um Tommy was was dating that woman Denise and he was like no you are the sweet one, and it was all over each other. They they weren't they're not like that, but you know they're much more. Affect- oh, they had that scene where he was talking about being able to see through her clothes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. like you are you do well. At least for me, I do forget for a second. I'm like, oh damn, they about to smash when they get home. Oh, they're not together. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and and the thing about it, particularly with uh, then the Flash, these niggas are married, and we. Yeah. Speak- Get no quote unquote intimacy to that point. Yeah, y'all should be touching on each other, hugging on each other. I mean, you the Flash, we gonna be doing some things. Yeah. I want a pun on like, oh, look at Barry's vibrating hands, and then like he leaves with Iris or something. Like, uh-huh. it was something. Right. Something. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they definitely don't seem like married people. They're, they're like homies or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, great discussion on these scenes or whatever. And I definitely think that Rod is right about a lot of stuff that was already in Jeff. A lot of his frustrations about how everything has gone with Lynn sort of came up. And then, as we said, it's just it's misguided because it was, you know, brought up, you know, Jen brought it up in a certain type of way. And so it sort of planted a seed. But he was he was yelling at her about stuff that didn't wasn't even relevant <laughs> to, you know, what I'm saying to the situation or whatever. So a lot of that shit, like like my man said on that video, it's coming out of her. 
it was coming out of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, you know, only thing was missing was Jeff wearing some lavender. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> so I right, we'll do some more scenes and then we'll open this thing back up. So next we have Jen goes back to their real house because remember they're staying at um the house that Jeff was was raised in and that his father was killed in. So she goes back to their real crib um and meets Khalil on the usual spot, like on the roof outside of her window. And, you know, as soon as he gets, you know, she shows up or whatever, I, I felt like Tisha Campbell and um and Boomerang, you know, holding up the don't trust him, girl, sign and everything like that. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, girlfriend, don't trust him. But uh, he tells her, um, you know, that uh, she well, first of all, she tells him that they've been staying somewhere else because he's like, yo, I've been up here waiting for like an hour. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, well, you know where you've been. She was like, yeah, we actually been staying somewhere else or whatever. And I was a little scared that she was going to actually say where they've been. But she didn't do that. Um, he tells her that he feels bad for how things went the last time they saw each other, which he was acting like a complete penis. You know what I'm saying? They kicked her out the house in the whole nine. So he, he semi-apologized for that. Um, and he says, you know, he, he shows her the spinal implant. So we see what exactly it looks like. He's got, you know, a bunch of metal, basically a bunch of metal vertebrae looking things on his back now. Um, and he says that um, she asked him about his hair or whatever. He's like, yeah, the pills that they gave me right after surgery made my head grow really fast so I decided I just wanted to try something different so that's why I got these locks now so that's the explanation for why you know his natural hair journey has progressed the way that it has um he leans in to kiss her at a point she leans away from him um and you know what I'm saying she asked him you know cause not, I think she started doing like her dad she started you know kind of putting things together a little bit and starts asking questions now so she's like you know how did you get picked for this procedure and he's like well you know what 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 difference does that make um she says well you know it might make a little bit of a difference um and he was like yeah that must be from your father and everything and at this point like his whole demeanor changed he became much more aggressive um and he says a few things that fuck niggas say and everything like that um and then you know in a in a it didn't really sound natural at all for this kid to say it you know no disrespect but he seems like a a more of a clean cut type preppy type dude or whatever but he said I'm better without your ass anyway and I, I kind of laughed at him delivering that line because I'm like that doesn't sound like you at all my man um, and he throws a tantrum and jumps his happy ass off the roof you know what I'm saying um so we do a few more. Um, Khalil next um, goes to talk to Tobias. Tobias is um, is sitting out eating. He's killing this motherfucking steak that they cooked up for him. You know what I mean? Um, he's sitting there and, and um, he says that he wants him to go back to the high school. And Khalil's like, well, why would I go back there? And he basically lays it out, say, okay, well, we know that Black Lightning is is always trying to save the day and all that kind of stuff. And the crown jewel of this town is their high school. So if you go over there and start some shit, then it's going to bring him out and we can catch him. Not kill him, but we can catch him as they, they told us to do. Um, so he says, I, I know that there's a part of you that still wants your old life back. I heard you even try to get your girl back and everything. And they cut to um, cyanide smirking and everything, like laughing at this nigga, you know, for trying to go back and get his shorty back. And um, he said, but, you know, you made a deal, son. Legs for loyalty. So he's basically got Khalil by the balls um, because he did help him get his legs back and everything. So now he wants him to go out there and do what he wants him to do. Next up is that table. 
Octavius. Uh, he confronts one of his drug dealers who's been fucking up out in the streets. Um, and as he's chastising the man at a certain point, he gets a phone call. Um, and there's like a disguised voice on the other end that says the devil deals the cards. And Latavius' whole demeanor changes from his normal, you know, cool, menacing type self to he becomes like a whimpering mess. Uh, and he leaves. And then we see him pop up in Hidalgo's shop. Um, so we'll go ahead and open it up now. And then, you know, we'll move on to the next group of scenes. We will see what Moji has to say about these and then open it up to uh, Rod and Karen as well. Mo, what you got on Jen going back to see Khalil? Khalil talking to Tobias and then Latavius uh, getting, you know, getting in that man's ass and then also getting that phone call. Um, well, oh, <clears throat> be back. Okay, well, the whole um, Jen meeting with Khalil, I was so happy because I was afraid she was about to do some dumb shit. Yeah. So I was so happy when she meets up with him that, you know, he's like, where you been? And she lets it slip a little bit at first. Like, oh, we went somewhere else. But she was like, oh, vermin. That's why we had to leave. So I was like, thank God she's not completely stupid. <laughs> right. I was here for that. Um, Khalil's back is disgusting. Uh, I don't know why he thinks that. I don't know why he thinks that looks cool. It doesn't. Uh, his little is <sighs> a fuck boy, and not the good kind of fuck boy, because we already started this episode with him rewriting history and everything that's happening. So then in this scene where he's like with Jennifer, and as soon as she asks him a question. Like, um, so who gave you this free, like, surgery? And he just completely flips on her. Like, I feel like that's a realistic relationship you would have at that age because you don't know what a relationship is yet. So I was very happy that at the way she was able to sort of navigate it, even though she still seemed mad hurt. Um, Khalil and Tobias... Um, where he reminded him, well, you got legs for loyalty. The way he, the way Tobias basically just sort of shuts him down and reminds him who's boss. And wait, is this the scene where he's like, I'll rip out the implant? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, oh, I see where Lala gets it from. Because he was just so merciless with it. Like, he's just like, this. we're not friends. Just because I gave you an Xbox. That does not mean we're friends. So that's very like chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Very much so. And what did you think about uh, Latavius um, getting that that phone call and how he switched up once he heard the magic words? Man, that broke my heart. I did not realize I was sympathizing with Lala. But this episode, I was just like, he don't deserve that. Like, he's an ass, but he don't deserve that. And the whole scene where he goes to that dude... Okay, look, I've been in HR, so I always look at a lot of shit like HR. Like HR. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, who told you you could discipline him? You need to bring this up the chain of command. You can't just be, you know, discipline people for fun. Like, no, I get to do that. And I was just like, but you kill people, like, immediately. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I just found that entire scene funny. 
But then when he gets the phone call, I just was like, oh no, what is happening? And you just see he's trying to fight it, but he can't. And his boy's looking at him like, what's happening? Um, so that, I don't know, like a couple of scenes were very like chilling to me, especially between Tobias and Lala. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that um, we'll we'll see we'll we'll get to the the second one a little bit later. But yeah, those were definitely some scenes that was like, yo, what the fuck is happening here? You know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to see what you guys think about that, and I probably have a few words to say about that stuff as well. Um, Rod, you got anything you want to add to uh this this talk about these scenes here? Um, y'all said most of it. Uh, I'll say um. One, they know that Khalil went to go see Jen, so they either have the house or him under surveillance. Right. Correct. And I wonder if they have any like trackers or something in his technology in his back. Mm-hmm. Um they uh the the thing with Lala was great. Uh that actor and the writing for that actor is like some of the best shit on the show. Um, cause like the way he described how the dude messed up where <laughs> he, he was mad that the dude beat up this uh, uh underling and he was like i have to do that myself because if people see you beat them up then they so they not supposed to be scared of you it's they supposed to be scared of me so it's like you undermining my authority right now <laughs> yeah. i'm like you know what it does like like lala like he, maybe he's getting it back to himself and he ain't seen no dead people this week so maybe he coming back to form i don't know <laughs> But uh, that devil does the car shit. That also was just great, a great acting moment when the dude he was cussing out was like, "What were what you trying to say, boss?" And he just walked by and he couldn't even get the words out. He was just like, I "Yeah." Gotta, uh, so. <laughs> I was, okay, I gotta go clear. <laughs> right. He was sound like he, he, he sound like he he was answering my mom when she asked, "Did you take the chicken out the fridge?" No, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think we all been there. Yeah. Like, yeah uh, shit. Uh, I gotta. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he deserves an Emmy nomination. Um, and uh, yeah, and then the whole like thing about uh, going back to school. Uh, Khalil look like nigga. I start fucking with you because I don't want to go to school. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> what is the whole point of this gangster shit? If I gotta go back to that damn school? Yeah. Oh man. So um, that that was um. I think I think that was, was that all the scenes you said. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that, was, that was it. Yeah. Oh, that one was just uh, Jen and um, talking to Khalil on the roof or whatever. Oh yeah, I same. You said exactly what I was thinking, Leonard. I just didn't want her to give up the location, and yeah. Moji said what I was thinking too. I didn't want her to leave with him, so I'm yeah. cool with that. Uh, and also, I love that moment when she snapped back to sense when he tried to like kiss her or something. She was looking like, "Hey, nigga, you cussed me out last time I saw you." Right. Uh, no. <laughs> like what are you yeah, doing like I'm supposed to forget right right yeah Karen do you have anything you want to add to this no y'all covered mostly right. everything uh, that I said and also I think that Jennifer is very smart and she's very intelligent she's not dumb at all right uh, I think sometimes people uh, don't really realize how smart and intelligent she is uh, because yeah she, she was stupid for going over there but she wasn't stupid enough to give because I, I I was like y'all I'm like please don't tell him where you are and she didn't mm-hmm. she made a big excuse so I applaud her for that you know you can be smart and dumb all in the same mixture yep um, <laughs> and just about everything else y'all cover yeah it's called being a teenager 
Cool. For sure, right. exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. You right. figuring, you figuring shit out at that point, man. And you got hormones and emotions and all the stuff coming at you. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So, like you said, I was definitely glad that she didn't give up the location. That was the thing I was worried about the most. But I like the fact that she was smart enough not to do that. Even though it could have, she could have just accidentally blurted it out without thinking about it. But she didn't do that. And then also that. As she kept talking to him, she sort of noticed it was almost like the things that Jeff had told her about how he was acting and everything started to appear to her so she could actually see, yeah, he is acting a little bit different. And, you know, oh, now he's trying to kiss me and all of that. Like she she played it. She played it very smart um, in that situation, even though going to see him. I would say it's, it's still a mistake, but she she handled herself very well um, in that in that case. Camille was feeling herself a bit too much. Oh yeah, so, like I'm, my hair. She was like, I guess it looks mature. <laughs> he yeah. was not like beating the signals. I, hey, so. I mean, you know how these light skinned dudes are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> especially when they get dragged. Right. <laughs> I mean, the thing about Khalil, especially, man, I mean, we know this. This is a rule of life for black people. Um, you're not supposed to trust black men without facial hair. Um, Barack Obama is really pretty much the only brother that we can trust that doesn't have any facial hair. So she should have known not to really fuck with Khalil, Khalil anyway. He got a head full of hair, but he ain't got no hair on his face. Come on, man. Um, Anyway, so, uh, go ahead. No, I'm just laughing at what you said. Yeah. Um, so, all right, so we'll do some more scenes here. We're getting sort of close. I can see the finish line here. Um, so, next up, uh, we somebody mentioned it earlier. Jen finessed her way into getting a cake baked for her. So, Lynn is making the cake. She's, she's icing the fuck out of this cake at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know where there's room for any more icing, but she's still icing it up. So, she's doing that. Um, they talk and Jen asks her about the procedure or whatever and Lynn's like well I'm not really trying to fix you or whatever I just want to understand what's going on with you and being able to isolate this gene is a part of that so they talk about that uh, next up we have Jeff, Anissa and Gamby at the Honeycomb Hideout uh, Anissa tells them about some uh, research that she's been doing she said a friend of hers that she knows from the high school um, you know noticed some things going on that might be connected to the pods being moved so he gave her that information um, then they hear a feed from um, like a police scanner and they're talking about some trouble going on at the high school or whatever so of course Jeff and Anissa decide to suit up and head over there and he tells Gamby to tap into the security camera so that you know they can see what's going on so then we cut to Khalil um, in his, his thug costume of black jeans and a, a cutoff jean jacket vest uh, and some uh, Wonder Woman bracelets on. You know what I'm saying? He's he's out there tearing shit up at the school. Uh, we They go to commercial, then I think we come back and there's more of him, you know, doing things at the school or whatever. He's got the wristbands and they're shooting like poison darts. Um, and I assume with this green liquid that they had in there was green light, I'm assuming. Uh, at one point, Jen runs up, runs up to him in the hallway and she's trying to talk sense to him. She's like, Khalil, this isn't you. You don't have to do this, yada, yada. He's like, this is me and I do have to do it. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to hurt. He said I'm not going to hurt her. I don't know who the fuck her was, but he said he wasn't going to hurt a particular person. Told Jen, go ahead and get out of there, you know, while he continued to do what he got to do. Um, 
and then we will do one more and then we'll get to uh you guys feedback on this so the next thing is um thunder walks in anissa in her costume um well hold on first of all um the whole thing with khalil and them like i said that this is him black lightning and thunder show up so then now we see thunder she's walking down the hallway she notices a classroom full of students being held hostage by cyanide cyanide's got a gun and everything like that so she walks into the room and um you know, Cyanide tells all the kids to go. So now it's going to be a showdown between Cyanide and Thunder. Um, and they start scrapping it out. Um, she tries to shoot at her at first. Nothing nothing happens. She tries hitting her with a metal baton. Nothing happens. Um, they go at it for a while. Um, and we'll leave it there for right now. Um, and we'll get everybody's thoughts and then we'll come back to that because the fight scenes continue. The next few scenes are all stuff that happens at the school anyway. So sort of a grouping of, of things together. But um, we want to get uh, you guys feedback. I'm going to open this up. We will go with uh, Karen and see what she has to say about these. And then, of course, Mo and Rod, if you've got any uh, other things that you want to say about these scenes, then we'll let you do that as well. So, again, we're talking about Lynn making the cake and her conversation with Jen. Uh, Jeff and this and Gamby, you know, sort of figuring things out some more and then getting the, the knowledge about the stuff going on at the school. Then, you know, the beginning of all this stuff at the school with Khalil and, you know, Jen, I mean, with um, Anissa and uh, Shorty having to fight in the classroom. Karen, what you got? I love Lynn and Jennifer together. I don't know why. Those two actors together, I just, I actually would believe that they were mama daughter in real life. You know, just their chemistry. I really do love their chemistry together. Yeah, she was icing the hell out of that cake. I think she icing the hell out of that cake because she was looking like, you lied on me. I have an unnecessary conflict with my husband, ex-lover, whatever we got going on here. You know, so she probably icing that cake to cool to cool herself down so she wouldn't snap. <laughs> yeah. You know, because she's probably thinking about like, I, I didn't tell her this. Why the fuck would she say? You know, probably had probably had a lot going through her mind at the time. So I understood uh, that, and I liked that conversation that they had because her thing was like, I never promised you I was going to cure you. I just said I want to isolate it. You know, and you know, I do think if she pushed it she would probably try to find a cure. But like she said, I can't guarantee you. I don't know what it is. You know, like, this is not my expertise, you know. So I completely love that conversation that they had. Um, As far as the uh, Gamby and them, I think it was, I like them all working together. I know Jeff and Gamby, you know, got their thing going on, but I really enjoy them working together. I enjoy, you know, Gamby actually uh, hacking again and, you know, doing the things that he do best, you know, that we've seen him do best. Uh, the uh, imitation effort, you know, because I just, he just looks like an effort to me. Um, and I think with the school thing, that was interesting because I love Thunder. I love that character. I, I was excited. Like, I, you know, I actually like her more than I like Jeff, truth be told. Uh, just that, uh, her powers. I really enjoy her powers and how she uses her powers and how, and I probably because she's younger, she's more adaptable and adjustable with her powers. All right. Um, Rod, you got anything you want to add? Uh, everything Karen said about Jen and Lynn, that, you know, agreed. Um, and as far as the fight um, in the school, and this is also when Khalil came to the school, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm like, 
Someone tried to come up to him like, hey, it's Khalil. He's like, what the <laughs> like, I never liked your never like, yeah. but I was like, damn. Uh, uh, but, um, oh, I died. Yes. Like, I really, I really did enjoy, um, this entire action sequence, um, especially um, the one-on-one fight, and the big, the big thing I noticed in that, Jen wanted to help her sister and doesn't know how to use her powers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now we might have a reason for Jen to, to feel like I don't want to lose my powers. I do want to learn and train because at the one time when I really could have like need, like I might have needed to help my sister, I was Useless. not able to. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, and I also would like to see her use her powers just in case with that green light shit going around, she fuck around and get abducted or some shit. You know what I mean? Correct. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I want, and I, and I low key feel like she's going to be more powerful than now. Bruh, mm-hmm. I said this on Twitter. I was like, yo, um, like the night, well, it wasn't the night that she displayed her powers, but it was, um, I think it was the episode might've been last one where, where she fucking lit up and, and burn that pillow on the couch. I was like, mm-hmm. yo, she's Serena. She's yeah. gonna be Serena. And this is Venus. Great mm-hmm. champion, all of that. Great superhero she's gonna be. But I'm telling you, when Jennifer figures her shit out, she's the one that niggas really need to worry about. Because I think I think that she's probably the most powerful of the three of them. Okay. Right. Oh, and also because when they got scanned, her mom said she was a battery. Yes, like like a, she like a battery, and it's even different than Jeff. So, yeah. um, but not a, and just the choreography in the fight scene, like Karen said, um, I love Thunder's powers more than Jeff's. Yeah, um, because of like, and she keeps discovering new shit every week. So like right. the thunderclap joint, uh, and also we finally saw a bad guy recognize her weakness. Yep. Yep. And I thought, oh, okay, so she see her breathing. Maybe we she about to get taken down and Jen's gonna have to help. And uh, I love that she was able to overcome that. Like, even with her knowing the weakness, she was like, yeah, you still gonna get your ass up. <laughs> yep. Yep, for sure. Mo, you got anything else? Um, No, not much. You guys have already said it all. All I'm, all I'm hoping for is that in the future, we get a scene where Jennifer has, like, learned to control her powers and she whoops Khalil's ass. That's all I want. Yeah, that would be great. That would definitely be great. Um, m- Not much for me to add. I will say that um, I also like the fact that they 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 do the choreography so well with the fight scenes. I think um, so. Seeing Sai, because we never really seen Sai get busy. We just seen her shoot motherfuckers, um, mm-hmm. but we didn't know that she could actually fight. So it was actually dope to see her, you know, mix it up as well. Um, and as Rod said, she did figure out the the breathing thing. You know, we've talked about it on the show before, Mo, where it was like, you know, the breathing thing is kind of comical, but at the same time, it is a weakness. And um, and one of the parts where they could, because they cut back and forth between that and then, you know, Jeff and Tobias actually meeting up and, excuse me, scrapping it out in the hallway as well, which is um, coming up here in a second. But when they cut back to that and and you see the fight continue and then she like Anissa's tired or something like that she's out of breath for a second and Shorty peeped it and then she got the drop on a punch to straight in the stomach and so it was like okay now we have a fair fight you know just two regular people going at it for a while so that was actually interesting to see and then we'll see um in the future maybe within within the finale and then going on into season two and beyond 
if they do something where Nissa knows that now, okay, people can pick up on this. So let me figure out another way. Cause I'm not exactly sure what that breath thing does. Like, is it how she pulls up the power? Or is it just the invincibility thing or not? Although she didn't do it when Shorty started shooting at her and she was already bulletproof. So I'm glad that, go ahead. I, I think, uh, remember when she was training out there with all that garbage and all that yeah. shit out in the gym? A lot of that, uh, her punching, she kept she kept wondering why she couldn't punch, but she tore down the sink. Like, she kept wondering. And so she actually was out there practicing, and she realized a lot of her control and the thing that made her dense was her breathing. Yeah, she, like, breathing actually controlled that. And I think, and I do agree with you, I think that, can be they gotta have to have to find another way because like you say people looking up and they see you keep gasping for breath right so yes, <laughs> figure that shit out yeah yeah and so i think it was great that actually she was in a fight situation that somebody else noticed it they use it against her but she was still able to whoop that ass anyway so she was able to survive that one but okay now I know for future reference I need to find another way to do this or whatever so I thought that was dope and as Rob mentioned um, while all this was going on they were in that classroom and the door was closed and Jennifer was outside the door and like he said it seemed like she wanted to help but she really couldn't figure out what to do and her hands were like lighting up and you know the fire or whatever that is that was shooting out of them was kind of going back and forth between our two hands or whatever so I thought that was pretty dope um, and yeah I thought it was funny that you know Khalil was like I never liked your ass anyway nigga you know what I mean I thought that was pretty funny or whatever cause like I wanna you know what, what happened with you and that dude like why y'all don't like each other um, so anyway we got just a few more things here and then we'll be at the end here so going back to it yeah so now um, we cut from the girls fighting uh uh, Anissa and um, Sinai fighting to okay now we're having the big showdown between Black Lightning and Tobias they fight it out in the hallway um, and you know they start going at it it's, it's you know toe to toe because he tries to use his powers against them and it doesn't work and Gamby's actually able to see um, through his clothing to see that he's got on like a almost like a it's not a bulletproof vest but you know it's a, a protective shield or something that he's got to to withstand the zap from from black lightning or whatever so they ended up just having to go you know straight hand-to-hand combat and everything um so they do that for a while and you know at a certain point you know he's able to sort of um you know get get jeff pretty good so gamby comes on to the comm system after uh and this is done with uh cyanide or whatever um you know he tells her you know your dad needs help so she she runs out of the room to go find where they are um so more of jeff and tobias fighting and then khalil ends up coming into play here he throws like a set of lockers at uh at jeff um and Tobias is on the floor at that time. You know, Jeff was able to get him down, you know, knock him down, all that kind of stuff. Then Khalil comes in and throws these lockers at him and everything like that. Um, and Gamby is on the comm system. He's like, yo, zap Khalil. You know, it's really the only way to stop him right now. But of course, you know, because Jeff is Joe Clark, he wanted to save the young man and, you know, give him a speech about not smoking crack and all this type of shit. Um, so, so, you know, he, he hesitated and because of that, Khalil's able to use the Wonder Woman bracelet to throw a dart at him and hit him in the neck. And so after that, you know, Jeff is like real 
aggravated and shit. He pulls a dart out and um, he tries to use his powers, but the suit shorts out. So then he tries to draw power from the lights and, and shoot again, but it doesn't work. Um, so then Tobias gets up, grabs him, yells at Khalil now. Khalil runs up and punches this nigga in the chest. And as Ryan said earlier, ends up killing him. You know what I'm saying? So while he's down and out or whatever, Tobias is actually like, okay, now I get to finally see who this nigga is. So he goes over there to try to take the the goggles off or whatever. And at that time, um, Anissa pulls up and she does the thunderclap and everything. So it knocks uh, Khalil and Tobias back. Cyanide comes through with the double the double burners busting and you know the bullets bounce off of Anissa of course because she's bulletproof and she ends up you know covering her father um, so these three end up leaving and then now we've got uh, Anissa laying on top of her dad Jen comes around the corner you know of course seeing everything that's going on so she starts bugging out um, they cry they panic and everything um, because of course Jeff is, is you know on, on Gamby's uh, screen there we can see that he's flatlined so he's he's gone um, and in the midst of all of that you know Jen's powers come back up and her hands light up or whatever and she like touched his chest and it gives him a shot like like they do with a defibrillator um, so Gamby's like yo do that again so she does it again more more intensity or whatever and it actually brings him back um, so just a couple more things and then we'll be done with actually all of the scenes and then we'll get everybody's thoughts. So then um, the family pulls up. Gamby's got a fucking cabin in the woods somewhere. Um, so they pull up to the cabin, um, you know, and Anissa is carrying her father. They put him down like on the couch and everything like that. Gamby tells Jen to destroy all of their cell phones because the ASA will be able to track them using their phones. Uh, Lynn gets medical supplies out of a, a closet. Uh, and Gamby, um, he's got this, you know, control panel in there. He's like, I'm going to cloak the house. We'll be safe in here as long as we stay in the house. Um, so all of that's going on. Uh, next scene is uh, Martin is back at his little spot and he's talking to VP Evil Cakes. And um, he's pissed because Black Lightning is dead. He tells her to bring him Black Lightning's body and to bring him Thunder, dead or alive, it doesn't matter. And he yells out at everybody in the room, this experiment cannot fail. Um, and in the last scene uh, of the episode is um, Cyanide brings Dattavius in to see Tobias. They've got, a, they've got a mask on him, so he doesn't know where he's going. Um, they sit him down and everything, and he takes she takes the mask off of him, and he sees Tobias sitting there on the other side. Um, and he says, okay, well, you know, do you believe in the resurrection now, Latavius? And Latavius stands up, points a gun at Tobias. Sinai pulls one on him. And then real coolly, Tobias says, the devil deals the cards. And Tobias, once, I mean, Latavius once again is all shaken up. It's like some some winter soldier type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, he puts the gun down and sits down. Um, and, you know, he says, Tobias says to him, I really hate loose ends. So I want to thank you for taking care of the weapons maker. He's talking about Hidalgo because there was a scene in there where he goes in and sees Hidalgo after being told the magic words the first time he goes in and he pops up onto Hidalgo. So off screen, he killed him. Um, and then he goes on to say that uh, we killed Lady Eve because, you know, so we could get her seat. And now that we have that, you know, we can we can take care of Proctor next and we'll have, you know, the whole damn table. And he says to Latavia, so shall we begin? And Latavia says, yes, sir. 
and that was that. So um, we want to get you guys' thoughts on these scenes. We will go with Karen first to see what she has to say. Once again, we are talking about uh, the conclusion of the fight at the school. So um, Jeff and Tobias fighting and then eventually um, Khalil hitting him with the, the punch of death. You know what I'm saying? And and, and Jennifer having to, to um, bring him back. Then, of course, um, going to Gamby's secret uh, cabin in the woods. And then also the scene with Martin talking to... Uh, VP Thirsty and the rest of the folks in there. And then, of course, the last scene with Latavius and Tobias. Um, so what you got on those? Uh, fight school. I actually like that fight a lot. Uh, we're picking up on the rest of uh, Anissa's fight. I like that fight a lot. I, I really enjoy uh, the choreograph or how they choreograph uh, the fight scenes. They're really intense um, I'm actually here for all of them. Uh, and I, you, you kind of said it before, but I also want to ride on to it. I like the way Anissa adjusts because, see, Jeffrey had been training with her. And, you know, he had been telling her, hey, dog, like, you can't be gasping, taking these big-ass breaths. People are going to see that. Like, he had been kind of preparing her for this. And so it looks like she adapted and she learned. You know, because her daddy basically probably been whooping up on her, training her to get out to the field because her thing was getting out to the field. And I realized it ain't as simple as you getting out to, into the field. You have, you kind of have to think and be prepared and all that stuff, too. So I do think that training paid off, I think, with um, her uh, sister, Jennifer. I think that, like Roger said, for the first time, she realized that uh, I was actually I'm actually. I don't say useless, but I can't do anything. Uh, I can't even help my sister if I don't know how to use and control my powers. Right. So I think that this is going to be a way for her to actually utilize and you or find a purpose to utilize and use a power. I really think she's going to be resistant to quote unquote being a superhero for a while, but I do think that she's going to be like, hey, at least show me how to control them. Minimal. You know, so if something happened, I can defend my. She, she could defend herself regularly because she was she whipped up on two girls. Yeah. But uh, you know, I can defend myself. You know, if somebody else walks up on me and my powers are needed because they quote unquote haven't seen her powers, so they're not prepared for her powers. Because I think the next time they come across, they're gonna be prepared for Nissa's powers because she's actually utilized it before. It's like, oh, okay, you utilize the power. We'll we'll have something prepared for you. So then, whenever we meet again will be prepared for you like they prepared for Jeffrey. Um, so I think that she's going to play a big role in that. And I actually really enjoyed the scene uh, with uh, Jeffrey and Tobias. Uh, that was actually really good uh, scene uh, because like you said, it was the one-on-one -on -one combat. It was like hand-to-hand. -hand. And I like the way, even though it was kind of gimmicky, I like the way they use things to force them to actually do hand-to-hand yeah, versus yeah. everything being straight superpower. Um, so I was here for it. And, you know, Mr. Clark has a heart for the children. He didn't tell everybody to <laughs> jump off the building this time. He actually <laughs> cared. So I, I do like the fact that he didn't shock Khalil. Um, and as far as when it comes to... Um, Let's see. The new home. That's the bat cave. That man got a bat cave. I bet you got a pot of bunker underground somewhere. Oh, you know that. Yeah. You know, because every time you turn around, I mean, he was like, 
destroy the phones. They can be, you know, <laughs> tracked. I'm a cloak the house. Like I cloak Wonder Woman's plane. I was like, what <laughs> happened? He is about that life, man. He is about that life. Word up. It was. Well, I was going to ask you, um, what and, um, and what did you think about the uh, stuff with uh, Tobias and Latavius? You might have more that you want to say about Gamby or whatever, but remember that that last that last scene too. Yeah, the the last scene it was it was interesting because I thought that Latavius was going to be more angry when he actually got met with Tobias because his whole thing was like, "What's Tobias going to do?" quote unquote. Um, but I think that in reality, uh, I think Tobias had something to do with the voodoo that um, Lady Eve put on him because I think Lady Eve had more to do with that voodoo stuff than they're put on. So I think my personal thing is Lady Eve eventually might come back, in my opinion, um, at some point period of time. Um, and I think that uh, he spooked. Latavius is spooked. I still think Latavius, I think he's playing along to get along, but I do think eventually he's going to turn it, turn on Tobias, in my opinion. Mm, okay. All right, uh, Mo, what you got? You got anything you want to add to this? Um, well, I just want to say, like, I really like how the first half of the show was, like, very, like, like uh, it was exciting, but, you know, people were talking. Um, and then the second half was just like fight, 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 fight. Jeff is dead. <laughs> so it's just like, what is happening? So I really was here for the sort of the switch on the action. And I was like, I, I didn't believe Jeff was going to die. I'm like, he's the main lead of the show. I was like, okay, yeah. how are we going to get out of this? So um, Jen being able to bring him back with her power, I agree. You know, I think it's the perfect excuse for her to figure out how to use it for emergency type situations. So she could probably get a handle on that. Um, Khalil and Tobias are hilarious. <laughs> it's just like two different. It's like an intern. And like the guy who's been there for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's just like, what is happening? It's like it's like a if 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 evil had a a school or an academy or whatever. Like Tobias <laughs> is like this nigga's like mentor slash big brother. Like they 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 bring in like the incoming class and and pair you with you know a veteran, a senior, or somebody like that. So he's like teaching this nigga how to be a, a bad guy or something. Exactly, but they're like completely straight straight faced about it. Right. It's like, like this is we're just on this side. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> um so yeah, I just I enjoy seeing how they do good pairings. Like it's Khalil's ridiculous and the wig is hilarious, but it's like the essence of a comic book, right? It's silly, it's funny, it's dark, and it's a superhero show. So yeah. I don't know, I think they do that real well. I think that's kinda of why I keep coming back every week. Um but, you know, one thing I also know oh let me just get to my favorite part, right? Which was Lala. And Lala and Tobias. Karen, you said you didn't think Lala was angry. Yeah, I, yeah, I said, I, yeah, I thought he was angry. And I and I thought when he met him, it was, it was, I didn't think he was going to, I don't want to say fold, but be as complacent. And I don't think he's actually complacent. I think he's going to revoke. Oh, 
Oh, no, absolutely. I think, well, he pulled a gun on him, and then Tobias said those magic words again, and he calmed down. So I think, really, the mind control is the only reason why he's so calm. And that made me feel so bad for him. I was, like, I literally put, like, my hands over my, over my chest, like, oh, like, he can't kill him. <laughs> like, what is oh, he can't kill this man. Yeah, so like, sad. Eric, I was really sad for him. Um, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Um, but I, I just completely loved it. Um, I did feel sad for Lala, and I, I, I hope he finds a way out of this because I cannot wait for him and Tobias to just go at each other unrestrained. Like, the, this is going to be fun when it eventually happens. And the way the actor is playing Lala, it's, it's, it's really good. It is really good. Um, and just one more thing. Um, like how, like with the whole resurrection thing, how it's sort of like Lala, not Lala. Yeah, yeah. Lala being resurrected. But this episode, like Jeff was also resurrected technically. So, yeah, yeah, very true. I, I sort of like that whole um, idea of, you know, each side, I guess, having someone who got resurrected. So, yeah, that's it. I, <laughs> I like this show a lot. Word. All right, Rod, you got anything? Uh, yeah, um, so... In uh, the fight with Tobias, I love that Tobias had a lightning proof suit, you <laughs> right. know. Um, and, uh, and once again, Gamby told this nigga not to do it, not to go fight him. And Jeff goes and does it anyway. And every time that happens, Jeff end up fucking something up. Right, <laughs> uh, but what would be the other option? Um, I mean, I guess leave. You know, like because that the only option, the only reason they were there was to catch him. You know, so technically he could have just dipped, um, but um, he, but you know, he goes to fight him hand to hand or whatever, and ends up getting fucked up. Um, the thing is, I feel like Gamby, you know, that's the suit Gamby probably made. That's how Gamby knew, like, nigga, just get out of there. Like, <laughs> like he probably put that together because he worked for everybody. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was, uh, cyanide got cut by by uh, Anissa, and it looked like her blood was green or something. Yeah, I was wondering what was up with that. I saw like, that. It, it her power, I assume she's super powered because she fought Thunder to a standstill for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the guns, so I, I wonder if like that got something. To, is her blood poisonous? Is that what they call a cyanide? Because if not, then her weakness is just she's weak, weak against wearing a lot of clothes. Because she. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um. So then, um, Jeff dying and Jen having to bring him back. Um, that's another thing that I think Lynn was afraid of. Like, her girls having to see that, you know, shit like that. I wonder if that'll come back up at some point. Um, although, you know, obviously it's great they saved his life, but nigga, you died. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, um, so, um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see if that comes back up. Um, and then, um, uh, the stuff with, what was that? What was the other scenes? Gamby and, uh. The, them, yeah, them taking him to uh, Gamby's uh, cabin in the woods. Yeah, we right. got that, and then also uh, the Tobias and Latavius stuff. So was so was Lynn there when they took him to the cabin? Yes, they all there. Yeah, yes. they were all See, there. That's not good for him. Um, uh, so uh, well, that's not good for Jeff in that argument that they have about how dangerous this yeah. is. Like, right. just another notch in her belt of like 
But for real though, nigga, you could die. See this, and this is what I love because this was the only episode that like Jeff could try and buck up and act like he was in the right. Mm-hmm. Which is probably also why Lynn was so calm, like Negro. Okay, right. We're gonna deal with this at a later date. She obviously loves him still, so it's not even some like. It, it, I don't know. It's just not like some. I don't feel like it's like it, they can't come. They can't overcome this. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll, they could. They could. It would take some work. I think that, like I was saying earlier, I feel like um, that's something that they could do at a later point. Like right now, we got bigger fish to fry. But at mm-hmm. some point, y'all can, you know, when things cause it won't ever be over. When things sort of calm down for a little while. And, but that's what to me. That's what's dope is yeah. you know you didn't write this show like they weren't getting a second season. Right, right, right. You know, like a, a lesser show would have tried to make them quote unquote get back together and fix everything in thirteen episodes uh-huh. just in case we don't get to do another one. Yeah, yeah. And uh this show was like, nah, we'll be back. So I mean I, I expect this to go on for a while, but I just know in the long run, this kind of shit is what Lynn's afraid of. And it'll be interesting if the girls tell her about him dying. Um Well they, so, she was there. She she saw it. She was there because when, when they brought him back into the cabin, she was right there with everybody. So she I don't know if, if if she knew that he died, you so you might be right. Yeah, she just knew it was at that point fucked up. So right, yeah, but yeah. She, she's seen plenty of times before, and I think she knows not to bring up as much anymore because right. that nigga always get mad. <laughs> Why you bringing up old shit, Lynn? Right, like if I came home from basketball every time I played basketball, looking like that, Karen would not let me play basketball. I don't understand why this is so controversial. They'd be like, "Yeah, we canceling the Y membership." Right, yeah. like you can't go to the Y no more. You come back home like looking deaf, like deaf. But um, I was looking crazy when you fucked up your finger, so. <laughs> so then, uh, with Latavius, um, I just felt bad that that phrasing, that keyword, like fucks him up so bad, and I wonder if anybody saying it does it. Or if it's just um, Tobias, mm, you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. that would—he looks like he looked like he was gonna kill Tobias, and then Tobias said that shit, and then he just looked like, "Damn, I'm—I can't control my body anymore." Yeah. I'm yes, uh, yes, sir, no, sir. Now, and I felt so bad for Lala because I really wanted him to kill uh, that motherfucker. <laughs> um, and as far as you know, VP Principal Cakes never trust a big butt with a smile, but. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it always hurt me to see her be evil. Right, yeah, uh, and I man. do appreciate the authenticity of this show, making her wear a jacket over all that ass because mm-hmm. that is what women with ass have to do. <laughs> yes, sir. Right, sit in. Like, <laughs> when you deal with a bunch of fucking uh, street harassment uh, dudes, you gotta yeah. be like, let me cover this up. I want to deal with these niggas today. So uh, I, I appreciate that authenticity right there. And I think that was all I had. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, everybody pretty much said it. Um, I agree with everything everybody said. I, I, I do. It does pain me very much that she's using those cakes for evil. Um, it, it, it brings a tear to my eye every time I see her now. Um, and I did notice that there were some other black people in the room in that last scene that we saw with Martin or whatever. So I'm like, man, all oh, y'all niggas is trash. Oh, all y'all gotta die. Like, oh, it's a it's a room full of sellouts in there. It's not just her. But mm-hmm. I, I wonder, like, and and we might not get it next episode. But you know, going into next season, I wonder. It's a couple of things, and I actually want to ask um Ryan and Ken what you all think about this because Moji and I talked about it. But um, I wonder like what VP Thirsty's motive is like how did she 
get to the point where she was willing to do this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that maybe they'll show us that or whatever. But the question I wanted to ask y'all was, um, we like we don't know what's up with Latavius, how he got back, and you know this whole resurrection thing and all of that. Um, but it, it for for myself and I, I think Moji agrees or whatever. She can chime in. Like it's okay for now that they haven't explained it, but I do want to know like more about this shit. How do y'all feel about this whole resurrection thing and like why is he seeing you know people that he killed and all that? Like are y'all cool with it with that not being explained? It looks like we'll probably go this whole season without it being explained to us. Oh, I'm fine with that. It it, it doesn't uh, bother me at all. Mm. Uh, I, I my my assumption, and they probably gonna prove me wrong, is that it definitely has something to do with Lady E. Lady yeah, E. Yeah, yeah. Something to do with this. And like I said before, I think we're gonna end up seeing Lady Eve again, be it her physically there, or her quote unquote spiritually there. And I think that uh, Tobias was in a new about the voodoo that she was doing. That's why when she threatened him with the grinding of the white albino bones that he got scared, you know, because he knows that, that the shit she does ain't no joke. So I got a feeling that uh, she had probably put some roots on him and Tobias knew about it and she probably told him whatever the quote-unquote cold word it was to control him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he basically, so basically Tobias took her out so that uh, I think... And Tobias probably already knew that Lala was going to come back. He just didn't know when, but he knew that some period of time he's going to see him again. That's why there was no shock or surprise, yeah. in my opinion. Like everybody was like, "Nigga, you were dead," you know. But you didn't. You didn't. I, I guess from the way they portrayed it, I didn't get that shocked feeling from him. So I, I, so that part, it, it doesn't bother me at all. All right, right. Uh, I just assumed they're going to explain it at some point. Like, yeah. I didn't think they felt like, well, we don't got to explain this. It just felt like they said, we'll show y'all what happened later. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, 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 oh. yeah, that's, that's kind of how I think about it too. Like they, um, they'll get to it or whatever, but you know, it's, it's not really, it's not that important right now because of everything else that we've been talking about, like all the stuff that we've seen throughout this season and you know, what's coming up in the next episode, which I want to ask you all. Um, we'll go around the room real quick before we um, have everybody shout out their uh, podcast and social media and everything. Like what kind of thing? Huh? I have a question. Go ahead. Okay. So like La La Resurrected, um, does Tobias know about the whole ghost part of it? Because I feel like it's one thing to resurrect someone and to be able to control them. Does he know about the whole he's talking to ghosts? And if he doesn't, doesn't matter. Like, ghosts can't do shit. Yes. Well, yeah, that's that's actually what I think is so cool about this and why I don't want them to reveal it all right away is because I like speculating and seeing the new elements of this stuff every week because they it was really dope how they written it so far with Lala where like first it's um, the mom of the dude that he killed and then the next week is the dude a dude that he killed and you know it, and you're like what 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 are these powers that turns into a tattoo but then the it's like are the tattoo is it one tattoo that keeps changing is it tattoos all over his body somehow like what is happening you know we know it burns we know people can't see or hear them you know like i just i just can't wait to see where they how they're gonna explain this so i think 
I, as of right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm as intrigued as you are, Mo. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's a great answer. Um, so what are you guys looking forward to seeing? Um, in the next episode, like in the, it's, it's the finale. I know they had a trailer for it. Um, but what kind of things do you think? You know, we'll see, or, or, or are you just straight excited? Like, don't even care about what it's gonna be. Just excited to see it. Um, we'll go with Rod first, then Karen, and then Mo. Um, me personally, man, I just want to see um, how the hell they gonna wrap this up in one episode. I can't. I yeah. can't. <laughs> there's so many threads that I feel like you know. I really want to see like uh, developed, and I don't know how you're gonna develop you know all this stuff. You know, maybe season two, but they're leaving. Hopefully, they leave things for season two, like maybe the training of Jen and her powers, mm. uh, stuff like that. But what I really want to know is like. Are we gonna get that superhero brawl of like the Black Lightning uh, and Thunder versus like Tobias and um, you know and um, you know uh, Jaywalking Monger and Cyanide, <laughs> like and maybe Gamby because Gamby damn near a superhero yeah the way he's surviving in these streets with some ranges of venom and shit so I, I just want to see like you know, Team Lightning versus Team Tobias to end the season and see what happens with that. Word. Karen? I'm, I'm just happy that I'm here. You know why I came. Just show <laughs> yeah. me what I came here for. And, like, I I have really... This is one of my favorite CW shows. Uh, number one is Legends of Tomorrow, but this is number two for me. For sure. Mo? Um... What I want to see in the finale, I think, depends on how much money they have left over, which is I want to see some of the people in the pods freed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Full of them than all of them, which I think will just set up season two lovely, because then that means it's going to be a bunch of black people in Freeland with superpowers. Um, and I would be completely here for that. Whether or not that happens, we'll see. Um, based on the previews, though, it looks like it's going to be action-filled, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I feel like Lil's going to fuck up somehow, and he then will. we're going to find out like there's a code to buy a test for him, and he's still going to be <laughs> Which sounds horrible that I'm laughing about it, but um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? What am I looking forward to now? I just want to see... Okay, this sounds horrible. But this week, Tobias didn't say anything like racist. Like, I need him to say something problematic in the finale. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he he probably will. Him and Proctor didn't say nothing right. Right, nothing yeah. problematic or nothing like that. And you were making me think about when you were saying about them actually freeing people out of those containers that they have them in. And then you're gonna have a bunch of superpowered people. Well, I mean, it would be great if you had Tobias and uh, the principal, almost like Professor X and Magneto, because some of them are actually going to be like, "Fuck y'all, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm with principal." And then some people are actually gonna go with Tobias. So it's gonna be interesting. You're gonna have all these people walking around with these. So it's gonna be similar to X Men. I don't know if that's what they're going to do. But I would love to see that. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, that would be dope. Like I didn't even think about that, Mo. Like that, that would actually be pretty cool because they've they haven't spent the entire season, but you know, for the last few episodes at least, you know, they've um 
they've shown us these people or whatever and you're wondering like what you know what the hell is going on with this so if they do have to like unleash them or something like that you know in a, in, in a fight against Black Lightning and Thunder and all of that that'd be kind of dope and for me well first of all was there anything else that you wanted to add Moji? Um, Philly all is stupid yeah um, I think that's it okay yeah so for me like um, yeah just like Ryan said, just trying to see like how they're going to wrap this thing up, how they're going to set the table for next season. I wonder if Jennifer is going to join the fight. Like, obviously not to the level of her father and sister yet, but you know, if if there's going to be something, whether it be because of what she saw in this episode um, and also something else that happens in the next one where they don't really fully understand her powers yet, but they can at least say, hey, can you zap this for us while we do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, where she, does she sort of get involved in some kind of small way and then that sort of be the thing that pushes her into, you know, going full-fledged with this next year? Um, and, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, like, the, the pod people and all that. There's a lot of things, a lot of possibilities. I'm just looking forward to, you know, the next few days going by so that we can get to it and see exactly what happens. Um, that's pretty much does, it, man. Huh? Does Proctor no longer think Jeff is Black Lightning or what? I, I still think he believes it. I okay. think he believed it. Yeah, I think he did believe it. Um, but I think I, so he just didn't want to tell Tobias then. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get that. I thought I think they're stupid. I thought that was what we were going with, that they're stupid and they don't know. Yeah, because yeah. like he was convinced and then they put Jeff in the jail, then he got out. And I thought Proctor was still on some like, well, that don't mean he not black lightning. But I'm not. I can't remember a hundred percent if that's what he said or if I've just felt that way. Oh, that's what yeah. he said. Oh, he did yeah, say it? Okay. when they was going back and forth doing. doing oh, when the vice principal called him. Right when yeah. they were doing the screen thing, she was like, "He's not Black Lightning," and he was like, uh, "I don't give a damn." Click. Yeah. I think he's. I think he feels like Jeff knows who Black Lightning is. Like I. I think Jeff is still on his radar, but maybe mm-hmm. not because I think you're a Black Lightning, but you can tell me who he is or if I fuck you up then Black Lightning to come to save you type of thing something like that so excuse me he probably feels like there's at least some kind of connection there still um but yeah that's that's it man that's that's episode 12 man I want to thank you guys for joining us especially Rod and Karen man like y'all coming out and and uh blessing us with your presence I'm gonna get you guys to shout out the podcast shout out your social media anything else that you want the people to know Mo of course you know how we do it so we'll have you do the same thing we'll start off with Karen then we'll get Rod and then we'll get Moji and then I'll you know wrap it up you can find everything about us over at theblackeyewhotips.com. Uh, you can follow us on all the social media platforms at TBGWT. You can find me on Twitter. I am Say That Again. That is in DAT. You can find Rod at, at, at Rodimus Prime. All right, Mo. Um, well, you guys can find me on where can you find on Twitter at bookdreamer01 and check out my podcast TV Movie Mistress if you like television where the 100 is about to come back so that's about to be fire we're still covering Riverdale what else am I doing um oh god I do too much and I remember nothing <laughs> um, <laughs> there's also the music review so if you like like K-pop music and shit like that and hip-hop like come check that out and if you like tv just come check out tv movie mistress yeah for sure make sure you check out tv movie mistress make sure you check out the black guy who tips 
follow everybody on their Twitter accounts. We'll definitely make sure to put that in the show notes. You know, show people love, man. You know what I'm saying? And and, and listen to a lot of great content. Um, these are three great people that we got on the mic with us or whatever. So definitely show them some love when you see them out in these internet streets. Uh, and of course, man, Leonard uh, at L Brothers Media at Look Listen Pod on Twitter, LBrothersMedia.com. Uh, and that's it, man. Until next week, we out of here. Peace. Bye. Peace. Another way besides these guns and crack. Nighttime suit up, this for payback. This our Superman Robin and the bat. Step back, you might get shocked off of contact. This was for the hood, this for being black. We ain't got no hope, they killing every day. I mean, we need you in every way. We need results, we don't need to see your face. Here we come just to say the day. Here we come just in perfect timing. To help the needy and got the blinded. Last night I saw a superhero, he was black. He said, This is for the street, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters. Hey, no lies, seen him with my own eyes. Electric shocking guys, putting them all in line. About time somebody came down here and dealt with crime. Not just the gangsters, the police is out of line. So it's no trust, they don't understand our trouble. I don't know him myself, but do we come from struggle? Cause I'm like no superheroes around here, bruh. I'm like, he gotta be one of us. Gotta understand the hate and the distrust. Restore the feeling, put the love in us. My partner say I'm high, I must be smoking something. I said you right, I know the change, I know I'm feeling something. Stand up for something, or fall for anything. Lightning came with no rain. I saw a superhero last night, he was black. He said, this is for the hood, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters.